Listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring. If you didn't know, it's an orange and blue thing. Hope to win the championship in a few rings. It's an orange and blue thing. Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings. It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing. Beat the other team with defense in a few swings. LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing. What's up, Mets fans? Back at you from the Seven Lions headquarters. It feels like the first day of school because we haven't done a show in here since, like, March. When COVID hit, we weren't really sure what was going to happen with the Seven Line uh, as a whole. And Orange and Blue thing we put on hold because we didn't really feel like it was important for us to talk about COVID day in and day out. And uh, the world was going through massive changes. So when we came back, uh, it was Pete and myself from from the Seven Lines truck at City Field. And Pete has since moved to North Carolina. So we're hoping that everything uh, worked well with Pete and the fam on his head. Uh, he went from, what did he say, Williamsburg? No, he wasn't living in Williamsburg. He was living in Astoria, but now he's down in North Carolina. I am Darren Meenan. That is Julia Quadrino. And uh, we are live on uh, Facebook and Twitter. If you're watching us live, thanks for watching. If you're listening afterwards, we appreciate that as well. What's up, Julia? What's up? I, I, I am not Pete, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hope everyone saw that from the get-go, that he didn't have to announce that I, I am not Pete McCarthy. You are not Pete. Um, you are J-Quad or Oh My Quad or J-Quad with six Ds on Twitter. Whatever obnoxious version of my name I've invented that you feel comfortable calling me is fine. Uh, Julia also works, too. Um, yeah, I'm not Pete McCarthy. I, I'm super intimidated to be filling <laughs> in for Pete McCarthy because Pete McCarthy is a pro's pro, but uh, I'm just, I'm just going to do my best. I do my little trivia show every week, and I'm going to try and... Big Keep Apple trivia, going. you've been killing it. I think you've done Thank five you. weeks, right? Six. Six. Well, I, we lost the first yeah, one. My fault on the first one. So anyone who's been watching Julia every week on Instagram, it's Wednesday nights leading into the Mets game. And on the first one, Julia, actually, you shouldn't have invited me over to help because <laughs> Julia goes, you know what? On the first one, I'm a little nervous. I was. I thought I was going to, my Wi-Fi connection is kind of spotty in my house. And I was so afraid that, like, I was going to be frozen not even realize to do an entire show that nobody was able to see. Right. So I wanted you to come over and just like monitor that everything was okay. And it was really funny because the one thing Darren kept saying to me since the moment he stepped in my house was the second we're done with the show, give me the phone so I can make sure it's safe. We got to save the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was the one who took the phone and hit the wrong button because you know what it was? You were getting so many texts from your friends and, you know, people that were saying like, hey, good job on the first show that the notifications were dropping. (laughs) And as I tried to like swipe one up, I accidentally touched it and then we lost it yeah so yeah that first show is just technology gone. is hard but it was great i mean the first show was great but you've been yeah you've been doing a great job it's Thank been fun you. watching along and it's been cool for me to watch a whole nother show on the seven lines platform that i have nothing to do yeah with. for sure so you're, you're running the show you're running the questions you're and it, which is a lot of lot to do because yeah. i do instagram lives you know here or wherever yeah. and uh sometimes we pull in random accounts of people that want to chat but to do that as like a game show with no titles, no music, yeah. not like and not knowing who you're bringing to a live audience. <laughs> well, like in the beginning, <laughs> if you haven't watched yet, Julia goes like, "Please don't be strange yeah, or don't be weird." There, there's two rules. One of them is you have to close your eyes so you can't cheat and read the chat. The second is don't be a weirdo. Yeah. And uh, that rule was for sure broken last night. Um, w- we had a couple weirdos, but asking know, people to not be weird on the internet yeah, is like it's almost like an invitation tough. to be as weird as you can. Yeah. Like, 
without. I mean, so far everyone's been pretty, everyone's pretty been PG. Respectful. And I know you got to keep your finger like hovering over like the end Just button. Just in case, you <laughs> never know. I, I always caution people. You know, there was one person who played without wearing a shirt once, which I honestly I didn't even realize as it was happening. And after the show, someone was like, "Why wasn't that guy wearing a shirt?" I was like, "That guy wasn't wearing a shirt." So now I feel like I need to. There's be a no little rules little on the away. internet. I know. You and know, you know what? I, I've had a few friends that have said like that that one game where I was accidentally picking people who oh, didn't yeah, yeah, want to yeah. play, and one of my friends was like. I, I totally would have, but I was like shirtless playing 2K eating a sandwich. So like <laughs> I didn't think you wanted me whatever. But yeah. Next time, just wear clothes, everyone. That's <laughs> number so, one rule. <laughs> so Big Apple trivia every Wednesday leading into the game. Usually it's gonna be at six o'clock. Yeah. Last night was at five because of the six o'clock start in DC. But now that we have a phone line again, now that we're back in the studio, if anyone watching live wants to play a round of Big Apple trivia with J Quad, give us a call. 631-388-5195, and uh, we'll put you on the air. And uh, what are we, we're going to do like a 60 yeah, seconds? Yeah, I will say it's not like a full four-round game. No, just one uh, question. Just, we're, the third base round, for anybody who watches, is the timed round. It's like X number of correct answers in 60 seconds. So I brought one of those. Those are the ones that people seem to crack under pressure for, yeah. which is fair. A time, Anything timed is intimidating and scary, but I think – I think this is. I doable. looked it over it's and like doable. I'm horrible at trivia, and I think I might even be able to get that yeah. one right. So if anyone wants to play, give us a call. We'll give you something for free from Coors Light. And uh, Coors Light, that's a nice segue there. So let's uh, talk about our friends from Coors Light. Love my Coors Light. I, I told you um, a couple weeks ago when I went up to New Hampshire, I packed my cooler and I brought two Coors Lights for after the after the race on Sunday. You did, and there's there's evidence of it. There is. If everyone cares <laughs> about my uh, my uh, motocross career and the C level, the which is like are out there. the worst Coors level Light. that you can have. It's ABC. I race C, uh, but whatever. I've been racing 25 years. Yeah. But uh, anyway, go to get.coorslight.com if you want to pick up some Coors Light, and they got this really cool option now where you can get beer delivered to your house. All you got to do is type in your address and uh, your zip code and so on and so forth. And it tells you how you can pick up the beer, what time it'll get delivered to your house. And I think that's incredible. So today you have the day to stock up for tomorrow. The Mets finally have off. They haven't, they've played 13 straight days. Uh, they're five and eight. But now you could stock up for the weekend, get your Coors Light delivered. So go to get.coorslight.com. Always remember to celebrate responsibly. And uh, shout out to our friends from Coors Light. Pre press reset and chill. chill. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Yeah, that's honestly one of the best things we got from Corona was beer being delivered to our homes. You know I, I don't know if we had that before. Did no, we? I, there was definitely no beer. Maybe there was like certain breweries you can get yeah, beer delivered. Yeah, but like obscure, like not like a. You common definitely couldn't thing. in New York. You couldn't yeah. do beer to go. Yeah, you couldn't like get like a a, a thirty two ounce margarita right. on Main Street and Patchogue could just leave right. with it. Now they give it to you in like a coffee cup, and they're like, "All right, have a great it's day." It's almost like, have you been to New Orleans? No. I'm, I, I was hoping to go New Orleans for Nolans for my <laughs> big four zero. I know I'm aging myself here because I know you're like 21. <laughs> 24, uh, 24, 24. Big difference. So uh, anyway, in New Orleans, not Nolans. If you go down there, it's a free for all. You do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You actually, we went. Um, uh, what year was it? It was. Uh, we got married in two, uh, 2014. You got I know. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks for not getting me in trouble there. In 2014, we got married, but. Uh, Kelly's birthday is in April, and maybe we went down right around her birthday the year before. Uh -huh. And that's when I had talked to her dad, like about getting the right, ring and right, stuff. Yeah. So we were down there, but you could actually go to bars in Nolens, get a drink to go, and walk into another bar with it. 
which is random. That's like you wouldn't crazy. think you could bring your own drinks to another bar yeah. because they you know what it is. Like everyone on Bourbon Street's in like the same right. boat of like, all right, we're all making money. Right. You know? So we went and got sure these the gigantic fish bowls and went to some like piano bar uh-huh. with it from a different bar and didn't spend a dime in the place. That's sick. And then left. It That's was really the dream. weird. Is this Miriam who plays with you on on Big Apple Trivia? It very well might be. I, I don't right, remember so, if she's from New Haven. Well, Miriam who Miriam's a star. Does play Big Apple Trivia. Yeah. She hasn't won yet, right? She hasn't won the actual game, but she's won a few of those between innings questions. She won last night actually. She won ten dollars. So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, she might win something from Coors Light right now. Do you she's have a? She's here. Let me. Let me, I'm going to do the stopwatch. We'll take the call. Hold oh, on. Oh, you know what? I did bring my stopwatch, but. Miriam, are you there? Yes, me. Miriam, Is- hello. Hello. Are you <laughs> sick of me, right? <laughs> no, not at all. No, you know what, Miriam? You need this redemption because the third round, the third base round is what always gets you. Am I yes. right? So this I, is right. I could have, but, but, but like when you gave Elijah last night, I could have done that one. I know. I, I, I believed in you. I was trying to get some new faces, but I swear if there was, if we had one more, I might have had you. I think Gianna and then you. I like getting girls in there every episode. So if anybody's watching this, I, I need more girls. It is a sausage party every week, which is fine. <laughs> I, I am not, you know, trying to scare away the guys, but I, I would like to see some girls because. So when do you start the, the when do you start the stopwatch after you ask the question? Um yeah, since we're not doing the whole attempt to steal thing when I finish reading the question. All right, so Miriam, uh, Julie's going to read you the question. I'm going to press the start button and I will count you down. All right. Okay. Sure. All right, okay. here we go. In franchise history, 28 different Mets have hit 25 or more home runs in a single season. Now, obviously, some of these have done it more than once, but only 28 different players have done it. 25 or more home runs in a single season. In 60 seconds, I need you to name 12 of them. Okay. All right. Go. Sure. Go? Yep. Go ahead. Pete Alonzo, Mike Piazza, Mm -hmm. Michael Conforto, um, Daryl Strawberry. Yep. Um, let's see. David Wright. Yep. Lucas Duda. Ike Davis. Um, let's see. Who else? You're at seven. Keep going. Um, let's see. Um, Jose Reyes, Lenny Dykstra. I'm just throwing out names here. Oh, no, not Lenny. Um, let's see. Edgardo Alfonso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight. Um, let's see. How many more do I need? You need four more. Jeff McNeil. Not yet. Um, what? Not yet. I'm sure he will. No, not yet. Okay, Jeff McNeil. Let's see. So, um, 20 seconds. Who else? Um, Edward Cranepool. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, Kevin McReynolds. Yep. Um, let me see who else. Um, David Magadan. 10 seconds. Um, Gary Carter. Yep. Two Todd more. Hundley. Yep. One more. Todd Zio. Um, Wilson Ramos. Oh, Oh, you got 11. You were so close, Miriam. So she needed to get 12? She needed to get 12. Miriam. Oh, Oh. man. Always just a little, little short there. You know what? But I will say if this was a regular game, she has made it to the third base round with her attempt to steal intact every single time. So if she was able to use her attempt to steal and make that number 11... She All right, so you know what, Miriam? We're going to send you something anyway from Coors Light. <laughs> Stay on the phone. Lizzie will get your address, and uh, we'll mail you. something out to you, all right? Awesome job, Miriam. Yeah. Thank you. That's all. I love that. I love it, too. I wouldn't be able to get that, I don't think. No, Miriam is like a Mets trivia legend in her own right. She's played, I forget what the actual, I'm sure she'll tell me the what the name of the actual promotion is, but that game that they play at City Field in between innings where you like sit in the car on oh, the yeah, field, yeah, 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 yeah. she's done that like two something. or three times. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? I forgot. I've had a freaking hell of a couple days. Yeah. We lost power. Like I, I honestly, if it wasn't for Orange Blue thing being Thursday, I wouldn't even know today's Thursday. <laughs> you Tuesday, didn't know today was Thursday too. I didn't, ago. right? Yeah. Before we went live, I'm like, what's going on today? <laughs> um, you know, obviously, if you're in the Northeast in this area or even up and down the coast, yeah. you know that there was a hurricane that rolled through. I don't think it was a hurricane when it got here, but no, it's tropical storm. I was working here on Tuesday, and you know, at some points, it sounded like our roof was about to fall off, but. Yeah. On most days, it feels like that when there's like a random like Wind. big storm around here. When I got home, I get a text on my way home yeah. from Kelly that said, "Bad news." <laughs> and was, I was like, "All right, so what could ominous. what could be like bad news?" <laughs> right. You know. So you were over on Fourth of July, yeah. like the string lights I put up, and you know, gorgeous. Was, yeah, they lasted what a month? Uh, not even a month. Yeah, a month and two days basically. <sighs> so our, uh, our we had a tree sucks. fall down in the yard. It knocked down the string lights. Um, another tree from our neighbor's yard fell into our property. Did it hit like a fence or anything? It just missed our shed. Oh my and God. then another tree that had the string lights on fell into my neighbor's yard and took out his shed. No. But the craziest part about How this whole thing. How does homeowner's insurance handle that? <laughs> Who gets covered he, My that? neighbor's so cool. He's like, we were going to buy a new shed anyway. No big deal. Oh, Because awesome. I said to him, like, let me know what the cost yeah. is. Like, it's my tree. Right. It's my fault, basically. Right. And he's like, we already had a new shed on. We were ordering a new shed anyway, and nothing wow. in the shed got destroyed. So my neighbor's the man. That's good karma so, for you. Um, yeah, so the last couple of days have been nuts. We ran it. We, our power was out. Until last night, yeah. and I haven't really slept in a couple of days. But oh, anyway, yeah, no, that's same. what I'm saying. We talk, started talking about Coors Light. I didn't even open the beer. Oh. So cheers to you. Cheers. First beer back in the warehouse here. I think I needed this. Uh, all right. So, again, thank you to Coors Light for that. But if you're watching this or even your show last night, some people were sacrificing their, like, data yeah. minutes. Yeah, I was, I was really thankful for that. Wi-Fi. because I know, like, my family's, I don't know where people live, but Smithtown is, like, Doesn't everyone live right with you now. right now? My entire family is staying with me. My parents, my brother and his girlfriend. So my parents are sleeping in my room. My brother and his girlfriend are taking the guest room. I just had a roommate move into the third bedroom, so I have slept on the couch for the past two days. Sleeping <laughs> on the couch in your own home? In my own home. It's fine. I, I don't mind. Because honestly, you know, they're at their own house, and uh, I'm pretty sure a tree fell on a power line, like, in my parents' yard. So they're they're done for God knows how long. But their cell phones aren't really working. When I call them, I can't hear them. So I know if I were to ask any of them to sleep on the couch, they would just opt to sleep at my house, like my parents' house, in their beds. And God forbid there's an emergency and, like, I don't want to deal with that. So I'll just sleep on the couch, make sure everyone's safe. It's fine. But it's been chaotic. Well, they so. put a roof over your head for how many exactly. years? Exactly. Which is crazy, I can too. return the favor. 24 years old, only owning yeah. your own home is, is wild. Yeah. So um, we're kind of jumping around here, but... <laughs> You went to school at St. John's. I did. You went broadcasting? Yeah. So I started my freshman and half my sophomore year. I did sports journalism and broadcasting. That's what I did because, I mean, you're 18 years old. They tell you, what do you want to do with your life? And I'm like, okay, well, I like sports and I never shut the fuck up. So <laughs> it makes sense. I guess I'll do that. Um, and it was funny because I, I was on the e-board for, I think it was the sport management club. I feel like I should know this vibes on the e-board, but whatever. It was like five years ago. Um, and we had this networking event where we needed to ask people to come and speak about their jobs in like the sports industry. And so me and Darren weren't super close friends at the time, but like knew of each other. And I asked Darren to come. I was so nervous. I, I remember you were like shaking. I had to like talk you down. I'm like, listen, it's college kids. You're fine. Yeah. But it was funny because all of these like professionals and like marketing and working for all these teams or whatever, they came in like their suits. And Darren rolls in wearing a seven line tee and hat because what else would he wear? It'd be weird if he was in a suit. And he went up there 
And afterwards, you know, everybody breaks off and talks to people. And Darren was being swarmed. Everyone wanted to talk to Darren. He was like the most interesting person oh, there. Did, didn't we do different tables and like everyone yeah. rotated? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Everyone was yeah, coming yeah, yeah, up yeah. to you, but it was it was one of those things where I had this moment because I was I was in my sophomore year at the time, like. Sports journal, like it's fun. It's fun to make sports your work, but you know, especially as a girl in the industry, it, it becomes really sketchy really quickly, especially when you're like an 18 year old girl. Um, so I wasn't loving it, and I was kind of at this like I had this mindset of like, well, you know, I'm already a year and a half into it. It's too late to quit. I can't do whatever else. And then I I'm not even gonna lie. That night when Darren came to St. John's and was up there talking about how he just started his own business in his parents' basement, doing and now look what it is and I'm not even kidding I I didn't I didn't drop out I transferred home from St. John's after that semester I enrolled in Stony Brook I studied business management and I started my dog walking and sitting business because that's like what I really like love to do I had been fostering dogs for people um, who were in like the military overseas without a place for their dog to stay for years and like I always wanted to make that into a job if I could uh-huh. so it's really full circle because not only was Darren the one who kind of like inspired me almost to start my own business but now he's like gotten me back into hosting broadcasting whatever you want to call this <laughs> i never so knew that i i owe my life to darren oh, essentially give me, a, give me a break <laughs> no but that's that's crazy yeah. so you, like yeah now you have employees and yeah. stuff that's crazy yeah it's a whole so, thing congrats to you thank you um let's bring in another call here we got another familiar name <laughs> and uh a familiar Can voice i tell you oh, joe sure. DeMaio was my friend who was shirtless eating a sandwich playing 2k when i called on him oh, maybe that's why he's <laughs> calling now i have a feeling that's why we're hearing from him what's up joe not much, guys. How we doing? Yeah, I was gonna call and say I'm I'm an open book, but Julia just exposed the hell out. Hey, of me. I purposely did not say your name. She didn't say your name. You I just... was going to, and I was like, you know what? I don't know how that'll be received, but I appreciate <laughs> no, you owning up to it. Listen, being uh, a, being, right. being a, a man of open book, I don't know if you want to spill the beans here, but I saw you posted a photo the other day of like a microphone. Are you are you going to be a competing podcast too. or what? I'm taking you down. <laughs> What's the story? What, what are you doing? Can you talk about it yet? Uh, not quite yet, but there'll be there is a podcast in the works that hopefully in the not too distant future uh, you'll That's be exciting. You're hearing my own hearing my own thing, but awesome! Yeah, Just wear a no, shirt I'm, when you do it. <laughs> I w- I will wear your guy's shirt. I love you. <laughs> so uh, what's what's going on, Joe? What do you got? Not too much. Just uh, wanted to call, shoot the stuff, say hello. I was. I actually took a lunch break, which is really weird when I've been working from home since March, since COVID. So, like, I don't take lunch breaks anymore. Right. Kind of, what's the point? So, I t- I took a half hour. I said, you know what? I'll, I'll give them a call. I always watch you guys. I watch Big Apple Trivia, which is how I oh. almost got on. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Joe, I was, it, not I'm to put you on the spot, but I, I do have one more question if you wanted yeah. to play. <laughs> if you want to go. You can uh, say no because I'm totally this, putting this, you on the spot. I'll play, but I'm going to be really honest. I'm kind of like Darren. This may be a surprise. I suck at trivia. No, you're, you're minor think, leagues. So I, you're yeah. no one's judging you. Your minors is your game. If you don't follow Joe on Twitter, do it. He's the best follow for minor league stuff. But we, we could go for it. You want to try? Let's play. All right. Yeah, why not? Let's, Let's go. go. So time will start after I finish reading the question, just okay? Stay nice and close to that mic. Yeah, I know. I was just – I drifted. Here we go. In franchise history – 18 different Mets have recorded 30 or more stolen bases in a single season. In 60 seconds, I would like you to name eight of them. Eight. All right. Go. Jose Reyes. Yep. Oh, Joe. Yep. Uh, Howard Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. 
who the hell else was fat? <laughs> I feel like they haven't had fat. I know. Um, Some of them you'll know. Some of them are obscure. Think 80s. Uh, There's a bunch of 80s. A lot of 80s, okay. Did Lenny Dykstra steal he a bunch did. of mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, Wally Backman. Yep. Um, 30 seconds. Kevin McReynolds. No, not Kevin. Think who who once ran really fast at first base, and it was kind of a big deal. Brandon Nimmo. <laughs> not Brandon Nimmo. I was thinking 80 oh, still. He runs really, really fast at first he, base. He does. Um, <laughs> wow. See, I told you. I think. No, um, this is a hard one. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Late 90s, they want to steal really fast. You got five 90s. seconds. 90s, there are a few. And uh, five seconds. That is Ding. time. <laughs> no, that honestly. A minute feels so much longer yeah. when you hear like someone struggling so and hard Joe, on the other end. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That was a hard one. And that's why we weren't going to do it. But I figured you were on and I'd ask. But I was actually going for Mookie Wilson with somebody who ran Mookie, really fast yeah. to first base that yeah. one time. It was important. Um, some that's other ones. One. Daryl did it once. Angel Pagan did it a few times. Uh, Ricky Henderson did it once. And uh, the one that I wouldn't have known, Eric Young Jr. did it twice. He had 38 in 2013 oh. and 30 in 2014. Never would have got that wow. one. EYJ. Yeah. yeah. It's a wow. hard one. Yeah. But that was a great wow. effort. Completely on the spot. You weren't prepared. You had That's half so of them. Bad. That's an awesome job. Awesome. Well, yeah, I wanted to call. Keep up keep up the good stuff, Darren. And, Thanks, know, man. I, I watch all your – I'm always on top of your guys' stuff, but – I was going to definitely tell the Instagram stuff because all of a sudden I'm sitting there, I'm playing 2K, just chilling, shirt off, and all of a sudden I hear, all right, I'm putting on my Instagram name. And, and I didn't even know that was your Instagram yeah, name at the time. Yeah, no, I'm, I, my Instagram life is nothing like Twitter. It's I don't very really, private. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't really care about Instagram <laughs> either. I only care about Twitter. Yeah, but, um, big mood. I heard my name and I just freaked out and I was like, swipe up. Wipe up. Get out of here. <laughs> Joe, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do okay. that to you, but it's a great story, and I'm glad that you called in and revealed yourself because yeah. I feel like I would have had to eventually. No, it was it was fun. I, I heard it, and I was like, all right, I got to call in and, and own up to it. All right, Joe. Awesome. We'll see you soon, man, or hopefully. <laughs> all right, man. See all you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's tough so to say funny. see you soon to people now because who knows what who the knows? hell is going to happen. You, yeah. Obviously, we see Joe around right. when we're at baseball games. Right. And, you know, there is none right now. So, Well, there is, but we can't go. Right. Um, so speaking of before, when I was like, oh, how old are you? 24, yada, yada. <laughs> I always feel like whenever we're all hanging out, I, I don't know if this is a coping mechanism for myself because I'm getting older, but I feel like everyone's like the same age. Yes, I agree. And, you know, you don't want to be lumped in with the 40-year-olds because you're still in your young 20s. Right. But uh, this clip came up um, on uh, the Twitter. Oh, this was new to me. And you probably have never even seen an I episode of Baywatch an in your life. <laughs> this was made. <laughs> this was in 94. Lizzie what, is your, cringing. Your birthday? 95. Oh, my God. So you were not even born yet. I was not born yet. So uh, Mike Piazza <laughs> was on an episode of Baywatch during the strike in 1994. <laughs> this is incredible. And I'm going to play it now. If you haven't seen it yet, go on to the Twitter and watch it. But this is great. So the Baywatch was so bad. But like... I mean, I've heard of Everyone Baywatch. Everyone loves Pamela Anderson, Baywatch. so that's why they watch a show. Yeah. This is great. Excuse me. Yeah? Why are you swinging that baseball bat? Well, I'm a baseball player. But why did you bring it here to the beach? Well, I'm trying to keep my swing sharp while we're on strike. 
Mike just swoops in there at the end. It's not quite Keith on Seinfeld, but it's something. It that was great. I That's can't believe I've ever seen that. Me before. either. I had never seen. And Mike Piazza was my my first guy. Yeah. And I like to think, kind of like David Wright, I've seen everything he's done just because I obsessively. Right. I have never seen that. Well, this that has like amazing. it's closing in on a million views. As, uh, as it should. Yeah. If you haven't seen the edits, it's fantastic, and uh, it's it's great. It's so it's so nineties that it's it it, it couldn't be more nineties. It yeah. is peak nineties. It's so good. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's freaking crazy. Uh, I do want to give another special shout out to our friends over at dugout mugs, which they have an insane deal this week. Every week they come up with something and, um, this week is no different. So this is insane. Go to dugoutmugs.com slash Mets giveaway. And they're giving one winner four free mugs. Holy so crap. this is crazy. It's like over $200 worth of mugs. Am I eligible? Am I ineligible because I'm doing this right now? Because uh, I, I might try and do that. You could sign up. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. So all you got to do is sign up. Like, you don't have to buy anything. There's no special, you know, there's no hitch That's here. Awesome. So you go to dugoutmugs.com slash Mets giveaway. Type in your name, your email address, and your phone number. And, um... That's how you get on the list. And then if you win, they're going to text you, and then you'll be kept in the loop. But if you don't know about dugout mugs, I'm surprised because we talk, talk about, about them the every week. <laughs> uh, they are baseball bats hollowed out into mugs, and they have a whole bunch of different options. This is their straight-up bat mug. They also have the knob shot, so they'll take the bottom part of the bat and turn that into a shot. So cool. They have on Julia, what do you got over there? That is the wine, the, the, the bottle opener. They also have wine. I'm wands. learning where the cameras are. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of really, really this great options. Yeah. That's awesome. They have such great stuff. That's awesome. Go to uh, dugoutmugs.com and uh, get involved in that offer if you want, or just check out their website because yeah. they got a whole bunch of stuff on there. They have an MLB license, MLBPA license, so they could do the player stuff and also the Hall of Fame. So, a lot of really great stuff on there. This, I think, I want to get done. I, I think I'm going to do that, too. Whenever baseball starts dad. again, and we can get like a family photo yeah. or something like that. So you can upload your own photo and then engrave it into the side of the bat mug. That's and awesome. Like that. It's a good idea at Father's Day or I something was saying, like I was thinking I might do that for my dad, like get the picture of us at Johan's no-hitter, because that's like the ultimate picture of us at a baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Uh, we talked about this before we went live, and I, 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 I told you this as well. <laughs> Half the times that I'm talking to either like Lizzie or Pete or whoever. Yeah. I sometimes forget like what's on the show and what's on what was off air. What we're talking about. Yeah. But you were at the no hitter. I was. Um, before all this happened, you know, with the world, how many games a year do you think you'd hit? So when I was going to St. John's, um, because prior to that I was terrified of driving on parkways and I lived in Smithtown, Long Island, so I didn't drive myself to many. But when I had the means to get there, I probably went to like. 30 or so games when I was at St. John's whenever I didn't have class after a game and it was like feasible to go if I wasn't home I was I was there because it's just there's nothing else to do when you're living in Jamaica Queens why not just go to City Field so yeah I went to a bunch since I've started dog sitting in the summer is my my total for the season has taken a hit the past few years but 
in my prime, I'd say 30 or so. You go to a lot of away games, too. Yeah. You went to San Diego with yeah. us. Um, I don't know what other other away games. I just Arizona. remember, like, the one group photo. Arizona was sick. The Arizona was best. Um, way too hot to be anywhere outdoors. Did, you went yeah. to the canyon and all that. Yeah. So, Andrew and Amanda get engaged. I couldn't. I, I, I Good for them. I'm <laughs> very happy they got engaged. But, like... Uh, I knew he was popping the question yeah. there, but there's no way in hell I was going to be able to go out you know, in that heat. When I got out off the airplane, I mean, like the <laughs> the sliding doors open to like get yeah. to the cabs. Yeah. Um, it is now. It <laughs> felt like we were getting hit in the face with like hair dryers. Yeah. Like, fine, let me find the closest bar to the hotel. That's going to be my one spot that I go to besides the game, yeah. and that's all we did for yeah. three days. I wasn't going to intervene at all. Do it, but. Darren That's Lizzie, by the never. Way. Hi, <laughs> hi guys. Darren never does anything extra when he goes oh away. He's there Ever. for the game, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Bar, game. So like he's using hotel. the heat as an excuse. I'm there to reset and totally chill using- with a nice Coors Light, yeah. <laughs> hanging out in whatever city we're in. Like honestly, the games itself, like not that it's like work. Yeah. But I'm like pretty on the clock at the outings no, where it's you like still you have you're you're coordinating with the bars and everybody at the stadium and like you do need to maintain some professionalism so like the day before the outings i usually like to just like not do trying. anything too crazy <laughs> trying to give you a cop out no it's no it's it's just like something without fail something always comes up that yeah. i have to do work wise yeah. on the outing day whether it's something very easy to like go through the stack of papers to find someone who lost their tickets right. and email this person or that person or whatever right. dealing with whatever um, hoping that the parade or the pregame or whatever goes right. Yeah. Where like the day before, I usually don't want to do anything. Yeah. And day after, I don't want to do anything either. And until you go to Seattle and you have a bonfire on the beach. Yeah. And, well, and you suddenly want to come. Well, no. Do you know I, what this is? I wasn't is? there, but I know that you were pissed that you weren't invited. I'm like, I pissed about this the day Kelly. I die. Kelly is your wife. <laughs> It doesn't it's, matter. It obviously means you were invited if Kelly was invited. I'm the boss. I, I've you heard this story <laughs> several times, and that's how I know it's a thing. So because people are I've watching and don't know what's going on. <laughs> we get to Seattle. Lizzie plans this, like, no, fantastic. Andrew. Andrew. Whatever. Yeah, You're fault. a it's couple. Andrew, everything's Andrew's fault. Uh, they plan this bonfire. Everyone's invited. I'm hanging out in the hotel watching. I'm basically watching, like, the fireworks through my window from the post-game fireworks, and everyone else is, like, at a bonfire. I'm like, that sounds like that would have been pretty fun to go to. Yeah. I didn't even know about it. Anyway, you just threw yourself under the bus. He didn't know about it. Kelly anyway, knew about it, but it's fine. Whatever. That's fine. neither here nor there. The point I don't even is, know he doesn't do things on road trips, but ever. Road yeah, trips. No. I go to road trips. You go to a lot of games. That's where we were going with this. That's where we. That's how we got to this. Yes. Uh, yeah. So to Back go from like a lot of games, and you know, five years ago, this past weekend was you know Mets traded for Cespedes, mm-hmm. and everyone the weekend wanted to of be, 2015. Everyone wanted to be at City Field. Yeah. They swept the Nationals. They got back in first place. Remember Flores' walk off, grabbing his jersey. Yeah. That's five years ago already. That's insane. But that was if you lived in the area, you lived anywhere close, you could drive to City Field. That weekend, had to be there. You had to. I unfortunately, I was in in. Well, I had a good time hanging out with with uh, the fam. He had a fam. baby. I was in Pensacola. Um, Amelia was only a few months old, so I was not at City Field that weekend. Yeah. But I was uh, very jealous of all the fans I, that were. I will never forget that Sunday night game, and we were all hanging out on the bridge, and they hit those three back to back home runs, and like, it, it wasn't quite Shea where you feel like the place is gonna come down, but like. We were kind of on a bridge where for a split second you're like everyone's pushing and it was crazy. Oh, I would give anything to go it back. To that. I would give anything like to step ago. into City Field right now, let alone have a game like that to cheer for. But well, I don't know how it is at your 
at your age or my advanced age here. But uh, <laughs> the years and months seem to just click Gel. away faster. And f- no, they just go fast, yeah. really fast. Yeah. It's like five years ago. It doesn't go. Like it doesn't feel ago. like five years ago no. that weekend. And like I was there the night of the Wilmer Flores crying game. Yeah. That was like a Tuesday or something like that. Um, yeah, it was like right before I was going to go to Pensacola. Mm-hmm. So I was at that game. And that doesn't feel like five years ago. No, like, not at it's, all. It's crazy how quick that time flies. But anyway, segue into this. Cespedes is no longer a Met. It's been a bunch of days now. That happened on Sunday. It's already Thursday. So yeah. I think a lot of fans are kind of over it's this kinda topic. It's kind of old news at this point. But, but we do want to touch on a couple of things here because you feel passionately one way. I do. The internet feels uh, a different way. Yeah. And you told people like, hey, you call in and yell at you on, uh, in, yell on at the me. air. I mean, listen, I'm, I've... Anyone who follows me on Twitter, I've essentially written a thesis about it at this point, so I, I won't get too in I see both sides depth. to this situation. I, I definitely do, too. I think from a professional, objective standpoint, they're definitely both at fault. Like, I'm not going to say right. Cespedes didn't do anything wrong, right. objectively. Um, my whole thing is just, like, if there are competing stories within the clubhouse that Cespedes, his agents, did tell the team before the game, and the players knew, I, I don't think that just gets made up out of nowhere. I, I do kind of believe that the Mets would make up that they didn't get told out of nowhere because the whole thing kind of looks bad on them. I, you know, I have my conspiracy theories. They are what they are. I don't know how in depth. <laughs> I just saw Taylor Swift holding a gun. Yeah. I don't know how in depth you want me to get with that. Well, no, my whole thing is like we've been trained over the years to <laughs> never give the Mets the benefit of the doubt. Correct. You know, and it's the kind of thing where things come out. There's a I'm lot trying of to scroll patterns. back to your tweet about with Shore Jan. I don't know how many days ago that is. Oh, right. <laughs> I think we're um, getting there. It's down a little more. Uh, so, you know, when things come out, it's without fail, there's always more that comes out yeah. after the fact. Sure. So when this all happened and, and it's like Cespedes, his picture's on a milk crate, yeah. you know, milk carton, where's Cespedes? No one knows where Cespedes is. And not is. for nothing, but the language of that statement was just so irresponsible. The way they phrased it, and if they were doing it with the intent, my, my whole thing is I think his agents called them Cespedes never technically called them, which should he have? Sure. Um, but I think that's why they were able to use the language that we have not heard from Yoana Cespedes. We have not made contact with Cespedes. They did nothing to say, like, you know, we're going to ensure his health or safety, or we don't have any reason to believe that he's in any danger. Because if you do that, that changes everything. Well, yeah, the, the guy could have been dead. That's And that's what I'm saying. You know, so Twitter, how do you... the, the universe is freaking out because you, you assume it's 2020. You assume the worst. It's it's first instinct is, all right, he's dead. Because, you know, everything bad is happening. And you you send that chaos. And then they put out another statement once they see everyone freaking out. Be like, oh, you know, he's, he's, he's fine. fine. Yeah. So it's, if you don't know where he is, I know, he's, you fine. know he's fine. So I'm sitting in the backyard. Um, you know, the Mets had at that point what lost four games straight. Yeah, you know, I'm not rough. saying I was like checking out on the season, but yeah. I was hanging out in the yard. Shoemaker's over. We we're, were swimming and stuff. We had the TV on. Yeah. And Kelly's mom rolls back. She's like, "You hear Cespedes is missing?" I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Like she broke the news to me. Yeah. And then I instantly go to Twitter and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like this is a true Kelly's story. Kelly's mom coming in. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, yeah, did you hear? Uh, you know, hear Cespedes missing? That's I thought amazing. she was making it up. Yeah. But yeah, the the whole way that 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 the news came out. I didn't write anything on the Sev Lines Twitter right. at all until like the game was over right. and I wrote like no comment. Like, yeah. Because like everyone that's commenting, it's almost like I've done it in the past. Yeah. You write something and it's almost like your words come back to bite you. And it's very emotional. It was a very like right, emotional so gut instinct thing because again, everyone's first instinct, most people were talking about is like, oh my God, we hope he's okay. Right. Because not for nothing, you have a guy in his walk year with a chip on his shoulder to prove to everybody that he's capable of still playing, capable of signing again. You get paid season. next year. Yeah. Right. You, you don't think, okay, he's hung over. He's not showing up to the ballpark like Matt Harvey did a few years ago or whatever that whole thing was. But you don't think he's intentionally not showing up 
and, and bailing on the game. That's not your first instinct. I don't think any really, anybody really thought he was opting out or had corona because that's something that the Mets would know and not put a statement out about. I just think the whole thing was very strange because yeah. of how hard he worked to get back on the field. Yeah. He was putting in so much extra work. When I was down there at uh, Fantasy Camp mm-hmm. in January, we, we would have to report like real early. Like yeah. the sun was basically coming up. He was already there working yeah. out. So like he worked his ass off to get back. Was that this year that you did Fantasy Yeah, it Camp? feels like forever ago. That, that was January. feels like two years um, ago. Holy yeah, crap. so he worked so hard to get back. He, he did get back. He yeah. was an opening day starter. He hit a home run opening day. Granted, he had a freaking like 3,000 strikeouts right. in between 13 right. but, days. But, you know, I think that's what you knew you were going to get. He's either going to hit a right. home run or he's going to strike out. And not that he didn't, you know, necessarily deserve to not play every single game because he wasn't really producing, but – you know, I, I think an important thing to take into consideration, because people are being like, oh, well, you know, if his mom was sick, why did he wait a week to opt out or whatever? But, and, you know, a, a few people have said this. Cespedes' relationship with his mom, I feel, is a lot different than a lot of other people. I don't people know his origin story to the United States. Is they essentially, like, escaped Cuba, arrived together. I think his mom was, like, arrested at something. Like, it's a very traumatic. They're very attached. And right. not that he needs to explain that. But I think, in my opinion... He, they restructured his contract in December where he has the incentives to make the opening day roster to get X amount of at-bats. And I, I think the Mets did it thinking, okay, well, he doesn't have a prayer doing it. Right, and right, we right, have right. to restructure because that's what it's the one. It, yeah. right. And then Corona happens. And suddenly opening day is end of July and there's only 60 games and there's a DH. And suddenly all of these things become a lot more possible. And I don't necessarily know um, if – these incentives weren't in play if Cespedes would have even played the season, putting his mother's health at risk because they are so attached. But when you have this extra incentive to play, when you can suddenly get more money than you thought you could have because this opportunity, you know, if MLB is telling you we can keep you safe and we can make sure nobody's getting infected, it's worth it. But in the past week, not only has he sat twice in a week and – and all of a sudden, you know, there's three teams that are being quarantined because outbreaks have come out. You know, if he's mm-hmm. thinking in any way, which is possible that the Mets are trying to screw with his at-bats, which, you know, let's not forget that, like, Danny Hachivaria last year, they screwed him out of a million dollars simply because they could. Not that he was so great either, but, like, you know, it's I'm not putting it past the Mets to and be doing that. And he ended up beating that. the Mets when he went to the, exactly. uh, the Braves, right? Like, so, he had to walk off or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and good for him. So, you know what? I think Cespedes has to maybe think that and I my whole conspiracy theory is that he was going to opt out for his mother's health that was the main reason and combined with the fact that well, if you're going to be right. screwing me over anyway why am I risking my health my mother's health to play which is fine I don't judge that decision um his agents most I think they did call before the game started they didn't hear from Cespedes himself they knew it was going to come out eventually that you know Cespedes wasn't happy with them messing with their incentives and instead of Having that PR disaster of, you know, we were the bad guys. Let's spin it. Make it look like he was the bad guy on his way out the door because he didn't even let us know he was leaving. Because all of a sudden, after Brody's press conference, there's like two hit pieces out about how we we didn't know anything about this incentive thing until right after Brody was done talking, which, you know, it's – I want to give the Mets the benefit of the doubt. Cespedes, yes, he should have just picked up the phone and called himself. It wasn't hard to do. He could have done it, but – from a fan point of view, if there was a way that, you know, you could tell them that's, you know, 
And Cespedes had a way to do it, and he, I'm not going to bash him for it. I think people honest. are confused too. Like he's getting paid anyway. He's not. He walked he's not. away. He, he walked away from money. So if this is yeah. this doesn't make sense from right. a selfish standpoint for Cespedes, he he gains nothing from it. He's not getting paid for the season. He this whole thing has tarnished his reputation to anyone who was going to sign him after this season. He did nothing to show that he can do anything other than hit a couple of home runs. So I, I don't believe that this was because well, honestly, over money. Like it, it, he could have honestly mailed it in for the next six weeks. Yeah. And got paid. Exactly. So, like, if you remember back when uh, Ali Perez, they wanted to go in the bullpen, yeah. and, like, he refused to go mm -hmm. go down to the minors. Yeah, there's always been guys that are, like, hard-headed. Yes. So, you know, he could have just been like, you know what? If you want to set me, set me, but I'm still going to get – he's not going to hit exactly. the incentives, but I'm still going to get some money. Exactly. Now he's getting zero. Right. So, I don't know. It's really tough. In, in this day and age and all that's going on in yeah. the world, I don't blame anyone for any no. decisions they're making. Not at all. And it's, um, I think it's one of those things. It's a he said, she said. There's three sides to every story. I just don't like all the dragging really, going yeah. on afterwards. So we're I, never going to know what actually happened. So I think it's right. It's kind of I just like this tweet you put out. So anyone listening afterwards might not, uh, you know, if you're not watching live, you can't see it. So mm -hmm. Julia wrote, so you're telling me that the Mets had just conveniently fucking traded for Billy, ha Billy fucking Hamilton oh, I was angry. out of nowhere before the start of this game. But they had no idea that Cespedes was thinking about opting out and then uh put out the coldest least concerned statement about his absence and then she's got that little gift there of uh sure, sure jan, jan from brady bunch which yeah. actually i'm surprised you even know about brady bunch because you're 20 um that was actually that's not the actual brady <laughs> bunch that's like the movie about the brady bunch that's okay. what's her name ben stiller's wife who is that Oh, yeah. I don't know her name is, but whatever. But, um, no, I, it's just, especially because the fact that the statement, if, if you really had no idea where this player was, you would be, you'd think their first instinct is to Who's be on the Brewers that opted out? Oh. A Brewers star player op opted out the yeah. other day, and they put out, like, a really nice A really nice statement. statement. <laughs> I forget who it was, but I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, it was nice. But it's just, and that's another thing. And people were like, oh, well, Cespedes wasn't going to play the outfield anyway. One, I'm seeing Louis, Luis Rojas said the other day that he had talked to Cespedes about playing outfield, so that's apparently not true. I, I thought it would be true, too, but also. Um, I didn't want him playing the outfield Me anyway. either, but you think that a Dom Smith is considered an outfielder, and with Cespedes gone, Dom Smith's going to become more or less And look at last night. DH. Dom Smith produces, man. Yeah, and so Billy Hamilton was to replace, or J.D. Davis, whoever it is, you're going to be down an outfield option of some sort. Right. You needed to bring in an outfielder. It, it everyone, I remember when the trade happened, and people were like, what? Like, wh why did they do why? this? Right, yeah, right, it makes right. no sense. But and then two hours later, our star, one of our stars is missing. Is missing. So, mm, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I am a conspiracy theorist. I don't know if it's like, I, I am a, I used to love Pretty Little Liars, and that's all you do is just make conspiracy theories. But I, I am always going to question what I'm being told, especially by the Mets. You don't think the world is flat, though, do you? No, Richie. Right, no, Richie. I do not <laughs> think the world is flat. All right, something came up the other day, and, and uh, Kelly texted me. She's like, wait, don't we know someone that thinks the world is flat? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know how I forgot to do this in the beginning, but we've been giving away some stuff from Coors Light, so uh, this week's no different. Last week, we had our winners, and uh, I'm sorry if we didn't mail that stuff out yet. We're, we're going to get to it. So if you're watching live on Twitter, all you got to do is press retweet. If you're watching on Facebook, click the little share button. And if you're watching on Instagram, just comment. On, well, you're not watching it live on Instagram. If you're watching the replay that goes up on Instagram in about an hour from now, um, type in the comments, I want free Coors Light Mets stuff because all this stuff is co-branded, Coors Light and Mets. Shout out to our friends for uh, hooking us up with this stuff. Oh, nice. This is freaking awesome. This Coors Light Mets flag. We have a hat. We have a t-shirt. We have koozies. We have pint glasses. We have a bunch of stuff. So cool. click that share button right now or do whatever I just told you to do on Instagram <laughs> and you'll be automatically put in the running and then we announce the winners next week. So if you're not watching live and you're watching the replay, you still have all week to share, retweet, or comment on Instagram. I want free Coors Light Mets stuff. So Love it. 
a guy who I think might need to reset and chill would be Ooh. Mr. Pete Alonzo because uh, the guy just looks lost. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a sophomore slump. I don't know if it's the added pressure of all the stuff that goes with being the star yeah. of New York yeah. and one of the stars of baseball. I mean, the guy overperformed last year. He did everything right. He clicked all the boxes, mm -hmm. checked all the boxes, whatever you want to say. He won the home run derby. He is the rookie, the of, the rookie of the year, uh, hitting 53 home runs. Yeah. But think about that. 53 home runs last year. A third of the games. It's insane. He hit a home run. Yeah. So now, um, I don't know if he's going up there trying to do that every at-bat, right. but I did, unfortunately, I, with the internet issue, I couldn't watch the whole game last night, but I saw some replays. Yeah, I missed and a lot of it, too. He had some pretty brutal swings. He struck out. And honestly, I'm not saying that some guys at Fantasy Camp had a better swing, but like it looked pretty bad. And um, coming for his neck right now. No, I, I I didn't get to watch either. My dad said. Well, their batting coach, Chili, is working from yes, home. Yes, so there's only so much you can really. I don't know if that's start. really gonna you know fix I think his he swing. Had a hit last night. I think he might have had an RBI. I could he got be wrong, on base. Yeah, he got on base. He's yeah. not you know Nimmo. I think yeah. is 20, 20 something straight games of yeah. being on base. But Pete just looks lost. And I don't know if, if all the added stuff like the ESPN thing he's working on. He's yeah. doing this like mic'd up thing on YouTube. You is know, there too much? pressure on Pete Alonso right now I think a huge thing with Pete if you watched him last year he literally feeds off of the crowd he loves being LFGM yeah, yeah. Like when he said that even like the, he, the initial time the LFGM he like looks yeah. at the crowd yeah. like he gets all fired he, up I think he does better with an audience I think he does better with that kind of like in the moment good kind of pressure um I, you know, he did. He created this persona of this, like, man of the people, and he totally is. I'm not saying he isn't, but it's hard to, I guess, translate that performance-wise when you're playing to an empty stadium and all when you're up in the box, all you can do is just think about, you know, what's going on in your own, own head, the situation at hand, which is, you know, they're professional athletes. That's what they're doing the most time. But players have said in the past, especially when we go to games, they say all the time, having the seven-line army out there and, like, pumping us up. like yeah. that. that <laughs> but, like, it definitely helps. It definitely plays a role. So when you're playing to dead air and all you're stuck up there with is your own thoughts, like, and especially when you have the pressure of you were rookie of the year, you were the home run derby champ, you set the franchise or the rookie record with 53 home runs. I mean, you know, Aaron Judge set the record himself his rookie year, and then I'm pretty sure his next season he had like 27 home runs. And I mean, he's hurt all the time, so I don't know how often he was hurt that year, but no one should be expecting Pete to hit 50, even 40 home runs. I, I mean, at a 60 game season, probably not even 30, you know, like I, and I think it's, also, I, I'm not that I'm discrediting Pete's a star, and I'm not discrediting this at all, but we did have the juiced balls last year, which who knows how much that was helping everyone's numbers. Who knows? I think. But he's not even making contact. You know, I know it would be different if he's hitting juiced balls. Like, I agree. You know, I'm hitting just the balls like and the not going 800 number. feet, you yeah. know? But like the, the one he hit in Boston, yeah. um, I don't know if he's only had one or two, but the one he hit in Boston yeah. earlier this year, um, it was his third fastest exit velocity like yeah. of his career yeah, so, his short yeah, career he's so hitting the ball just he's hitting the ball when he connects but yeah. his swing just does not i mean i'm no freaking professional yeah. here but his swing does not look <laughs> what it was last year we talk a lot of shit sitting with our, our cores light behind a microphone i, I haven't pete. played pete sports since I middle school pete. i love pete <laughs> yeah. uh, i just think that you know with 60 games i hope he's not putting too much no. added pressure on himself you know just what? to go up there and be the man every day i agree and i love pete and i love base. i love that he's doing this um this YouTube show he's doing on first with Pete Alonzo where he's green to be mic'd up. And I, it's so funny because I watched the first episode and the first episode really just, how revolved, long is it? Oh, it was a few minutes, like maybe 10 minutes, not even. And it revolved around the first two games of the season. Obviously opening day was great. Uh, Freddie Freeman is hysterical. Them two together are so funny. And I, I tweeted you this, but Freddie Freeman was like, you know, making a, I guess Pete got hit in the thigh with a ball or something. And Freddie was like, Oh, I hope that ball's okay. And then yeah. like, they were just talking about his thighs and Pete said, 
uh, chocolate milk and squats. <laughs> That's how he gets his thunder thighs. And I would personally love that on a t-shirt because. Well, oh yeah, you know what? I relate. Actually, to did chocolate. you write that? That to me? was me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was I, me. I was like, I, I definitely remember yeah, seeing that. You gotta watch it. It's hysterical. But uh, you know, I appreciate that he's doing it, and I think it's going to be. You know, he, I, I'm pretty sure he has to do it the whole season. I don't, I don't know what kind of contract. Once he's you start to do something it, like this, you can't stop. Right, and I know? think it's going to be interesting. I think it's also going to help keep him grounded. It's going to help keep him from spiraling because he knows he's mic'd up. It's not like he can throw these tantrums because he's got a <laughs> mic and people are going to hear it. So I think that's going to help in a way. It will force him to not completely, you know, get in his own head and whatever. But you know, sometimes it works. Jacob Degrom gives up like one hit. He goes in the dugout and like beats something up and comes out and he's fine. So you know what, Pete? If you need to hit something, go DeGrom's for it. Degrom's something else, man. Like DeGrom's day, insane. Yeah, like you, you know, see with the hand sanitizer machine, the yeah, dugout. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, hit yeah, it yeah. and I was like, oh wait, we're in a pandemic. Let me fix that. Yeah, it broke. <laughs> and then he uh, put it back in shape. Yeah. But yeah, if Pete, if uh, Jacob doesn't have complete dominance, he's upset, which yeah. I understand. Like I know a lot. That's of people an elite like that, mentality. You know? That's awesome. But yeah, check it out. It's cool that it's on the MLB's YouTube channel. So. A lot of Definitely eyes on Pete. Uh, I see that in this in this screenshot here, uh, you know, whatever of the uh, of the video, you see those cutouts there. I hope that our cutouts. I don't know. I haven't got a progress report on the cutouts yeah. after the storm the other day, but uh, I'm wondering. It's rough. I saw some comments uh, after the fact. I posted something like. There was this movie a long time ago called Wizard of Oz. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, there's, Come on. Um, you know, she's kicking the the the, yes. the, the fence to try to get in during yes. the, the twister. And um, I posted that the other day, and some of them were like, oh, our our cutouts are probably going to story yeah, like, right now. like the flying cows in the movie Twister. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like that's going to be our cutouts, just flying around City Field. I so would love that. Another funny comment was, um, our cutouts are getting arrested for being on the field right now. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of, like, funny comments well, on I that. I thought it would just be hysterical on, like, a really windy day. You know how you see, like, the burger roppers flying all over the field? To just see, like, our cutouts just floating aimlessly about the field, that would be amazing. But... You know, probably hurt someone, but I, I'm very curious to see. I, I can't, like I said, I've been doing these bingo games. We played seven line bingo, and I have found myself as a host of my own bingo games now. But I haven't watched a lot of the games this week. Have we been home? Have we been able to see? No, we were but away, the, like, right? I think we were that if, if, if our yeah, if our if our cutouts were gone, I feel like Howie and Wayne would talk about that last yeah. night. Um, you know, because they're they're still doing they're the broadcast yeah, from the city field. So right. who knows? Yeah. Uh, I know our boy Gary over at uh, Print Station NY. If our cutouts are gone, they're not gonna they're gonna have to remake them. I, I guess you know people paid for them. Yeah. If they're if they're gone, they're gonna have to. I don't know. Put them back in there, but um. Not my job. <laughs> Since we are not going to be at the ballpark anytime soon, uh, I did want to talk about something really cool that I noticed here on the Feltman's of Coney Island website. So, so did Julia before we went live, and I definitely re remember seeing these T-shirts all around the ballpark. If you're watching live, see if you could pull this up. Uh, where is it? There it is. Uh, Jimmy Quinn Memorial T-shirt. So every year, um, the Quinn brothers... Uh, make sure I don't mess this up. Michael and Joe, um, they put on this this benefit every year at City Field for their their brother Jimmy, who passed away in 9/11. Wow. And uh, this year, since there is no game to go to, they're doing this virtual thing where you go on the website, you can either pick up the package or pick up this T-shirt. Yeah. And um, they're they're diehard Mets fans, and um, uh, they're both veterans, so uh, it's a local business. They revived the Feltman's of Coney Island brand. It's the original hot dog. That's world, incredible. I actually, honestly, I didn't want to like not take their word for it. Yeah. But I went to uh, Google the Google machine and typed in <laughs> um, 
who invented the hot dog, and it was Feltman's of Coney That's Island. That's insane. So, um, if there's any hot dog company to give them your money, veterans, yeah, they invented the hot dog. Like, Michael and Joe, yeah, Michael and Joe revived the brand in honor of their brother in 2015. He passed away in 9 11, yeah. and uh, together, the, the brothers have spent 30 years in uniform and uh, 113 months deployed overseas. Wow, that's insane. Well, this, so, this is an incredible cause. This is a def- definitely a great business to get behind. So, yeah. Feltman's of Coney Island, go check them out. Uh, they do delivery, and uh, really, uh, Lizzie's getting all pumped up in the in the background here. <laughs> what they're doing for our our <laughs> listeners is a special ten percent off promo code. So all you have to do is go to feltmansofconeyisland.com, type in T7L, you get ten percent off. And if you want to be part of their virtual, um, I guess it's like a watch party. You're going to be watching from home. Pick up the T-shirt. And uh, on 9-11, the Mets will be playing Yankees. No, no, this coming year. Oh, on right, 9-11, the Mets will be playing uh, where is it? the Blue Jays on September 11th. So um, they're asking everyone to pick up some hot dogs, wear the shirt, post a photo online, tag them, and they're yeah. going to make like a whole collage of the pictures. That's and, awesome. Um, definitely check them out. So 10% off for our listeners. But if you happen to be a uh, military member or a first responder, they have a special thing on their site where you can go to um, – you click on it. It's like ID.me. And if you're a service member, a veteran, or a first responder, you always get 10% off. So really cool. Mets fans, local business. Check them out. Feltmansofconeyisland.com. Pick up a T-shirt. Pick up some mustard. Pick up some hot dogs. And have yourself a, a little party there. So Nice. Awesome. Mike and Joe, thank you for your service. Absolutely. Amazing. And it, you've definitely seen those T-shirts. If, yeah. If you've walked around the ballpark, because it's – this would have been what the 19 year anniversary yeah. of 9/11. They I don't know what year they started the the, yeah, the games at the ballpark, but they definitely had them at Shea. Yeah. Um and at City Field, and you'll you'll definitely see those T-shirts all over the place. So yeah, for sure. Shout out to the Quins. Uh, That's awesome. Very awesome cause. Oh, you know what? Before I move on, the package that they are selling selling here, I can't find it here. I don't know if I scrolled away from it for a second, but I saw this thing on here that they're doing the special. Uh, if you want to pick up the the shirt. You can also get a whole um, a whole package where you get the shirt, but it also comes with a package of dogs and all that stuff, and all the proceeds go to Tuesday's Children. Oh, that's you know awesome. about, you know about yeah, yeah. So I had it up here before, and I can't find it now, but uh, definitely browse their site. You should be able to find it. That's amazing. Um, where is it? Before I move on, let's see if it's, I can find it here. It should be everyone's hot dog of choice. There's no excuses. I'm going to order some tonight. <laughs> you should. Locally owned, Mets fans, great cause. Um, yeah, so anyway, check them out. Um, awesome. Before I move on, I do have to announce last week's contest winners because, like I said, if you share the show and do all that stuff, you have a week to do it. Right. So if you're not watching live, listening afterwards, you could definitely still be a part of it. So last week's free Coors Light Mets stuff contest winners on Twitter, we have at Kim. Uh, I don't want to mess this up. So at K-I-M-M-I-E. S-E-I, that's on Twitter. On Facebook, Christian Acevedo. And on Instagram, at Mike Mike Dingman, as Lizzie's knocking <laughs> shit over in the background. Sorry. Mike Dingman. Uh, you're all going to get some free stuff. We're going to contact you for your address. And um, unfortunately, we wanted to bring back What's in the Box, so maybe we're going to have to lead this into next week. Because we do, time. we do keep the show under an hour now for Instagram purposes. Yeah. Uh, their limitations are an hour. I liked when we used to have like the off-the-rail shows where we'd be going for like yeah. an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. And like piss drunk. Yeah, like <laughs> drinking growlers, getting whacked, and uh, 
you know, responsibly, of course. Right. And, um, you know, having a good time. But now that we started to post our show on Instagram, yeah. we got to keep it under a minute. So we will do What's in the Box if you call right now. If you don't right call now. right now, then you can't play What's in the Box. But 631-388-5195, What's in the Box is Lizzie very is easy. Holding the phone. All you have to do is basically tell us one, two, or three, and whatever's in the box is going to be yours for free. Let's go. Um, if not, I'm going to do my little spiel here. Um, share the show if you're watching live. If not, and you're listening afterwards on Google, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Uh, just see who they are first, <laughs> and uh, you know, subscribe, comment, share, rate, do all that stuff. It yeah. really helps the show. So, Julia, I had fun this week. Same. This was fun. Uh, Big Apple trivia. You've been killing it. If you haven't, Thank you. if you're joining late, this is our host on Wednesday nights. She runs the show. She's doing the graphics. <laughs> Behind the her graphics. on the easel, on the easel. It was my 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 elementary school cards. arts and crafts. Yeah, it's fun though. Yeah. I, I really enjoy watching. It's definitely a fun time. Other there. stuff on our platforms yeah. that I have nothing to and do with. There's a certain chaotic energy that comes with an Instagram live show that you just can't get anywhere else. So I, I highly encourage everyone to watch. It's a fun time. And Stroman, if you're watching this. I doubt you are. <laughs> I hope you're feeling better. Yeah. We need you. Yeah, big uh, time. You know the Mets. They're five and eight, but honestly. You know, it's you can't play this game all the time with oh well they should have won this yeah. game or they should have won not, that not game. Not not in the game because if it was a regular season and it was August we wouldn't be saying that. We'd be exactly. like, you got to start winning these games. So we need all the help we can get. We need everyone healthy and hopefully uh, things with um, you know Cano. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. He's not getting any younger. Cano, McNeil, Rosario, all that good stuff. He hopefully was hot these too. guys Stinks. are feeling better. So we are going to play what's in the box. We are pretty strapped for time, but we'll be quick here. What's up, Clay? How you doing? What's up, Darren? How's it going? Uh, good. Where are you from? I hear a little twang. Uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Awesome. How how you doing down there? Was the was the weather pretty shitty past couple days? Uh, no, it's been great. 100 degrees every day, hot. That's too much for me. I don't like that. That's not great. Great 60. Agreed. All right, Clay. I, I like never cold. <laughs> so listen, one, two, or three, whatever's in the box, you get to keep for free. Uh, we're going to go number We try to throw people off too. It's uh, different size boxes doesn't mean it's the bigger prize. So three, uh, if you're wa- cheap, listening afterwards, cheap. three is the biggest box of the three. Let's see what's inside. Oh, Clay, you got a sticker. <laughs> you got one sticker. And uh, hang on the line, Lizzie, to get your address. Up. Oh, sure. No, it's it's still like a seven dollar no, decal. That's, a, that that's was, an awesome. That sticker. was Darren's idea. That's an awesome. Listen, sticker. anything for free is still good. <laughs> I agree. I'm just the deception was. But Listen, that's fine. Clay. Before we let you go, uh, living in Florida, how'd you become a Mets fan? Uh, my dad raised me a Mets fan, so do you curse him every day, or do you pretty cur- much? He rooted for the worst team growing up, and that was the Mets. And so now, me and my kids, my family are all Mets fans. They're still rooting for the worst team growing up. Uh, Ms. Misery loves company. Thanks, Clay. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, have a good one. You guys, after? Cool. All right, so that's an orange and blue thing. Thanks for checking in. Um, I haven't had power in a couple of days. I haven't had cell phone service. Come hopefully, to my house. Everybody's here anyway. <laughs> hopefully things get back to normal soon, wherever you're at. And back to normal is a very weird thing to say now because what is normal yeah, in 2020? Normal. Uh, I don't freaking know. But hopefully the Mets get back on track. And next Thursday we have a whole bunch of fun stuff to talk about. And, um, you know, it's weird. The, the Marlins are in first place right now. So yeah. 2020 is Bizarro really freaking worlds. weird. But All right, guys. Be good. And uh, thanks to Julia for uh, – Hopping on Thanks with us for today. Me. This is awesome. The callers, the sharers, and all that stuff. And uh, cheers to Coors Light. Cheers to uh, our friends at Dugout. And cheers to Feldman's of Coney Island. Definitely check them out. 10% off. Use that code T7L. All right, guys. See you next week.